0: Here, there, and everywhere SAFm 104.3 FM in Rustenburg. So thank you so much for staying with us. We're still on Life Happens, and we're with you until 3 o'clock. So here's an article that I came across, which I thought was quite a brave article. And this was an article that was penned by uh, the owner of a restaurant and also a chef. Her name is Andrea Bergerna, and she runs uh, a place at 44 Stanley. Lovely, lovely food. Uh, she's, she's not new in the space. She's had other restaurants as well in different places. But really, there is one theme that goes through her restaurant. It's good, well-sourced produce, particularly foods and stuff, you know. Um, The name of the restaurant is called The Leopard. And uh, in an article that she's written, she's asking if it's time to consider removing fish on our plates. And I thought to myself, she's going to shut her doors. But she's with me on, uh, on, on the line this afternoon, just really unpacking what it may needs, what may need to happen for us to think about what we eat sustainably. Andrea Begirna, thank you so much for opening the lid on a very difficult conversation. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. So if we want seafood to remain on our menus, what needs to happen?
1: Well, I think that what we need to do is, unfortunately, it's kind of boring, but we need to get informed. Mm. Um, you know, there is quite a lot of information out there to help you, especially in this country. We have the fantastic Body, um, SASI, South African um, Sustainable Seafood Initiative, yeah. um, and they have made it really easy for people to find out what they should and shouldn't be eating. Mm. Um so I actually think that's the bottom line is we need to get informed and we need to make choices that are the, the best ones. There's no perfect one, yeah. obviously, but there are some seafood choices that are really horrific, really unsustainable. Mm. And I think what we need to do is find out about those and just say no to them. It doesn't mean you can't eat fish again, mm-hmm. but it does mean that you need to be wise yeah. About what you're eating, and you need to let restaurants, fishmongers, and retailers know that you want that.
0: Andrea, I mean, it should it not be simpler in other words the responsibility of what lands on a fishmonger for instance or on my plate when I go out to a restaurant and I go out for dinner that process of checking what sassy thinks is a good idea and what is not a great idea isn't there somehow a way to ma- to manage that before it gets to my plate is is there sort of a regulation in place that can at least not only monitor but also make sure that it is uh, people stick to exactly what needs to be done from the chef's point of view and for this from people that source this kind of stuff
1: well look in an ideal world (laughs) it would absolutely be like that um the the owners should be much more i believe on people whose job it is to serve fish to other people Mm. or to sell fish like a fishmonger to other people the Mm. owners should be much more on us because Mm. that's what we do Mm. um our business is food Mm. making our money from food Mm. um but i think you know number one because money's involved, um, the right thing doesn't always get done. And then also it's quite complicated. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's not so simple. Is it, um, is, is it very difficult to hold, to
0: hold traders accountable? I think
1: it is, yes. I mean, um, there's not much help that, that Sassy has from, from government um, policing it. Mm. So you can make the laws. I mean, there are several fish that are actually illegal Um, to be sold, and one still sees them being sold. Um, They also, you know, apart from that, which is a very um, black-and-white sort of situation where, yes, it's legal or or no, it's not, Mm. um, you've also got the orange-listed fish. Mm. And now we're talking only about local fish, right? Mm. There are other things you have to take in account for something which comes from further away, like prawns or things like that. Mm. But in terms of the local fish, even the ones that are orange-listed, now they're not illegal, So, you can hope that people stop selling them, but they may sell them. Um, So, depending on the amount of information they have at hand, they may may not see it as such a serious issue. Um, And, you know, there are different issues which which may concern people. For example, um, stock sustainability might be one. The the method of fishing might be another. Mm. You know, there are a lot of things to take into account. Mm. And um, I think that you know that's why I'm saying I think actually that consumers need to get informed if they want to make a difference because it's not going to happen on its own. It's not going
0: to happen coming from coming from um, Sassy. Yeah. Being enforced. Uh, Andrea would, do you want to flag fish that that uh, that is sort of we should all be sitting up and really not be purchasing that that is actually on the shelves and it shouldn't be on the shelves at the moment.
1: Sure, well, I mean, in, you know, in major retailers you're never going to find anything that's illegal. Okay. But you store, as I say, you will find those things in certain fish. Um, there's no point really in me flagging them, those particular ones because what happens is you normally find them filleted mm. and you can't see what it is.
0: Of course. But if you see
1: them whole, the only way to avoid it yes. is to actually get some information and find out for yourself what it is. Yes. A lot of fish that we eat isn't even sold as a fish, it, in fact, was caught as. Mm. You could get something like a reef fish being sold as something else. Mm. Um, so that's quite tricky. And, and as I say, the only way you can that we can try and help matters is to get informed and to let people know that we know. Um, but on the more general face, um, there are there, I, I, I always say go to the SACI website for the local fest. Mm. What I try and do as a rule, and I think it's a nice place to start for people, is look at um, the way things are port. So if you know that fish are bottom trawls, for example, um, like sole and like prawns, for example, that bottom trawling does massive amounts massive amount of damage to the seabed, mm. um, coral reefs, and, and, and other uh, bottom dwellers. And the bycatch is really huge. So if, for example, oh. a kilogram of prawns mm. was on your plate, mm. you could be looking at 15 kilograms mm. of bycatch of other species, mm-hmm. Which die as well in the net mm. and then thrown back overboard. Mm. Sometimes they're thrown back, sometimes they they use. Mm. But it's obviously like the opposite of sustainable. <laughs> um, so I mean, prawns. I just think um, unless you can find out very very clearly what is happening there, which sometimes it's labelled, yeah. leave them out. Um, and um, then anything which has, um, as I said, at the bottom trawling, I, I think that's a nice place to start. But there's so many species involved here. <laughs> And it's such a minefield that you can't really expect diners to hold this information in their head. You know, mm-hmm. it sort of turns eating mm-hmm. out into a chore. Yeah, yeah. It t- turns shopping into a chore. It yeah. becomes very fraught, and that's not really. You mm-hmm. know, it's not going. No, what happens then is everyone just says, oh, will it. I'm just buying while anyway. there because you just can't keep thinking about this all the time." I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. If you go to the Sassy site and you get the app, you can actually just like ask them about a particular session. Mm. You can get the information on it. Mm. So I think that is a very cool cool way to be starting out if you if you're worried about it.
0: I'm going to open the lines if you don't mind, Andre, and see, you know, what, what people would like to know. 0891 the lines are open and it's a really honest, difficult conversation about how much do you know about what's on your plate and what has it taken to get that on your plate? We need to think about this so carefully because um, I think there was a time when we could just eat absolutely anything. I don't think the time is now and we need to ask ourselves just what Responsibility we have to making sure that things are going the way they should be going. 0891 104207. Call SFM right now on 0891 104207. My guest this afternoon is Andrea Bergner, who's the owner and chef at the Leopard at uh, Forty Four Stanley, and uh, she's asked us to think very, very carefully about what we put on our plate, specifically uh, seafood. And Andrea, my question to you: We've spoken a little bit about what we can see and know. My concern is is the stuff that gets sold to us is different. You know, what what recourse is there if if the the, the fish has been deboned, and I see absolutely nothing, and it's been cleaned, and all of that, and it's sold on to me as something else because obviously they know it's illegal. What? What? How do I? How do I know? Number one, what I'm being sold, and number two, what can I do about it?
1: Yeah, that's a very difficult question to answer. Um, in most cases, I mean, unless somebody is kind of a fisherman in mm. you know, even many chefs will not be able to tell the difference between certain fish, especially depending on the way it's been cooked. You know, it it, it transforms the fish often. Um, Other stuff in the dish Mm. can transform um, the taste and the texture. So the only real way that you would know, as somebody who doesn't necessarily work with fish, is if you see it whole, Mm -hmm. unlike in a fishmonger. But if you have it in a restaurant and you have any suspicion, you know, you can ask the chef, If you can see the raw fillets or if you can see the fish, you can ask them where they got it from. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, sometimes people who who are looking after this and whose job it is will ask them who the supplier is, and you can trace it back to the supplier. And then who the supplier, sometimes it's even small scale fishermen who they get it from, they're all sorts of different people. You should be able to trace it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, tracing it really is who's going to do that? You know, it's 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 hardly something that the average diner is going to is going to go to the hassle of doing. Um, so I think in a restaurant situation it's harder. Whereas at the fishmonger and in retailers, that's where you have a much better chance. And also because stuff packaged stuff has to be labelled, that's where you have a better chance of getting something that you feel happy buying. And I think that also um, people can be quite vocal hmm. in letting big business and retailers and people who making you, you know who are catching huge amounts of fish. Let them know that you want this. Let them know that there's a demand for it. Let them know you want to understand. When they said X, Y, and Z on the label, mm. what does that really mean? And hold them accountable to that.
0: So you can't just have kind of this wishy washy information mm. that's often quite meaningless. And, Andre I get the feeling that more needs to happen just exactly what you've just said now that if we maybe mobilize a bit more and maybe we bring in other stakeholders we 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 need a bigger force we need us in numbers to try and create this movement and to get the right things to be done where should we be we, we begin I mean I think social media is great I think we can collectively also start demanding stuff but should we be knocking at government's door who should we be asking to help us hold these people accountable look I I'm at a loss
1: really with that. But I think if you look at other movements that have made a huge difference, like the no plastic movement and yeah. things like that, um, it does really help when large numbers in the population mm-hmm. care about something. I don't think it really works when you expect government to do something about it. No. Um, I mean, if you look at this at SASE, which was a completely independent mm. Well, I mean, they're still independent, but they were a very small body before they coupled with WWF, and they did a massive amount all on their own. Mm. Um, I I think if you expect government to do something because they should, Mm. um, or they're looking towards, like, a better end point for their fishing industry or whatever, I think it's probably a bit naive. Mm. I, I think that people do, if they care about it, you sort of have to get educated, and you have to do things like, if you're in a restaurant, say to the chef, I don't you know, what is the story with your prawns? Do you Is there certification? Mm. Um, where's the certification from? They didn't know that you actually do care about it. It's quite hard, even though it's the first people who should care. Sometimes it's really hard for people in the industry to take it on simply because they lose bums on feet. Mm, mm. You can imagine if a restaurant decides, mm. I'm not going to have the stuff like the salmon and the mm. prawns on the menu. It's quite scary for them. Mm-hmm. But the- if they know that the average... Diner, or quite a few of their diners, and it's a growing number will reward them for making those better choices. Then I think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I was going to actually ask you huh, about coming out and saying all of this because obviously, are you serving fish? By the way, what are you serving? We have we have currently um, got one or two fish dishes on the menu. I've always
1: had very little of that simply because you know um, mm. it has. It's not always easy to get. Um, exactly what I want for a particular dish, so I've, yeah. I've restricted myself mm-hmm. um, with that. But I don't think, just because I've done that, I mean, it doesn't mean people can't eat fish. It doesn't yes. mean restaurants can't. You, can't have, you can have a whole seafood restaurant. Yeah. It's just that you've got to be very particular about what you're serving. Um, there's actually a fantastic uh, recipe book, South African recipe book, written by Daisy Jones called Starfish.
0: Yes, by Sassy. Uh, uh, Well, I don't know if it's by Sassy, but that starfish has got wonderful charts uh, that take us through what is sustainable. Yeah, and that's great, because it shows you
1: that there are quite a few options. Um, You know, if 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 you're going to the fishmonger and you're looking for it, and then you can actually choose from those. I mean, it's not like there isn't fish out there. Um, I think sometimes for me, because I've got these questions, and it's in a way harder to trace it than it is for me to trace some of my other products, being an inland restaurant Mm. I tend to sometimes just give it a skip and choose something else.
0: Andre, what for someone listening now? What is the one fish you really should not be touching right now? If somebody offers this to you right now, if you are living in inland uh, South Africa um, and you want to be responsible, what's the one fish you really, really should not be touching right now?
1: That's that's very hard. I mean, I think. Let me rather say a couple. Okay. Um, I mean, I think that you should you should definitely not be going. You know what? You should not be going near anything that is not on the green list. It's a big crowd of fish. I wouldn't just say one fish. Mm. It leaves out too many. Mm. You know, there 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 are a whole lot of fish that that we should be trying. I'll absolutely damn not to touch. Um, I if you. If you aren't sure about the fish, you know you can just quickly go onto the app and check. But I would say, prawn, no. (laughs) Um, Some farmed salmon. This is not a local fish, so this is not part of the sassy situation. Mm. Um, That that's not great because the farming methods vary quite dramatically. Um,
0: And again, bottom. I would I would eat sole definitely not oh, and no that's word. a very very common one on I was menu. gonna say yes sole is very common prawns are Sorry, very I common hear? I'm saying absolutely prawns and sole are very common um, you very know. very common and you know it's not to say
1: I'm not now saying that every restaurant that serves prawns yes. is serving prawns that don't have some kind of certification mm. there are there are some prawns that are either farmed or called sustainably mm. but number one it's not the majority and number two you know, the term sustainability in mm. that context mm. is very, very iffy yeah. It's just like less terrible
0: yeah. often. Yeah, very loose. Um,
1: you know, because prawn farming as well in the main is not a, not a great thing to be supporting. It's destroying wetlands mm. and those very, very sensitive coastal areas is where the prawn, happen, prawn farming happens. And, you know, often you just don't know when you're in a restaurant. So unless you're prepared to chase it up. Mm. I, would, I would probably go with that. I would go with the sole um, sure. Definitely um, tuna, if they can't give you sustainability and exactly what sort of tuna it is, not great. Um, also, it changes, you know, the mm. status of fish changes. Like you will have some fish that have been, that have been orange or red listed and then the stock status changes or the fishing method, those yeah. greatly improved. Um, there's some fish where you can't just outrightly say, well, that's a bad fish to choose because mm. it would depend on how they're caught. Yeah. You know, is it a long line, which is not a great way of fishing? Is it an actual line fish caught on one hook? That's yes. now a different story. That's a better story. Sure. Um, so, I mean, you you've know, got, you've given us a I've lot to think about. Complicated. It's complicated. No. It's you, sort of, you, you actually have to do a little yeah. bit of finding out.
0: You have given us a lot to think about. Thank you so much for the time, uh, Andrea Bergner, who is a this, chef and the owner of the restaurant The Leopard at 44 Standy, who says, with every bite of fish, you've got to be asking the tough questions. Where did it come from? And should you actually be having that fish? 2.30 now. Let's go to Utzilia Sarko for the latest in headlines.